First, before we get started with announcements, I want to say a few things. Very important. If you guys are watching this on YouTube or listening to this on Spotify or iTunes, it is imperative that you hit that subscribe button. And um, if you're on YouTube, hit the little bell as well. That way you can get a notification if we're doing an episode or anything else of that sort. So please do that. Um, secondly, announcement. Really the only announcement we have is the event. Um, that we are actually going to be talking about today, which is Field Trip. It is in Jefferson, Iowa, about an hour, I want to say what? Is it like northeast? It's an hour somewhere in some direction of Des Moines, um, pretty centrally located. Uh, it's going to, we're going to, like I said, we're going to be talking about it all in the episode, but that is going to be on Friday and Saturday um, of next weekend, or this coming weekend, I guess, when the episode, uh, episode drops. Um, August. Uh, Yep, August 14th and 15th, I believe. Yep. So, um, look forward to that. Otherwise, um, in case you guys don't know, we're posting episodes every Monday at noon. Um, That's probably going to be how it's going to be for a little bit here. And uh, without further ado, here's the episode. All right, shall we get started? Yeah, let's do it. Cool. Uh, Hello, everybody. You're watching to slash listening to the McAllister Hours as always, I'm your host, Cole McAllister, and we are joined today by the two, right, the two creators, essentially, of the upcoming field trip that I've been babbling about for about a month and a half here. Um, very huge event that I'm looking forward to. Um, both returning guests, Austin Blythe and Seth Leopold. Hey. <laughs> I would like to start off by giving a huge shout out to our community leader, Patrick Blinn, dude. You're doing a fantastic job. Keep it up. Keep it up. Hell, hell yeah. <laughs> So, um, I guess let me ask you that first. Uh, well, I, I guess before we start any of that, we have a... Uh, but yeah, so the, okay, so this is the this is the updated uh, list. So, Freddie Todd, who's... Uh, that's obviously... Freddie Todd, he's a pretty big name, um, especially since Wakan has blown up over the last couple of years. Freddie Todd has really made a name for himself. Uh, he played at Wakan this year. I think he's played at 515 before, but I don't think... Mm. I want to say he hasn't had any solo sets here for at least, like, three or four years. He played a back-to-back at 515. But, um, he is a really uh, interesting artist. He's one of a kind. He has kind of a funky sound to him. Mm. Yeah, so he gets kind of funky. He really mixes his sets well. Like, when I listen to Freddie Todd uh, at a festival, it's so different because his whole set just sounds like one song. <laughs> Michael, um, his one, his whole set Mike just Rock. sounds like one song just perfectly flowing together. He really knows how how to take a crowd in and take them on a journey. So he's a perfect headliner for what we're trying to do with Field Trip. Honestly, I that, swear it doesn't get any tighter. No, these things. Uh, that. I got you. I got you. We'll figure this out. It's not McAllister's podcast. Without nope. We we got it. We got it working. Yep. The audio is what's most important. Is what I as long say. as you can hear me. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so yeah, uh, the thing that has been most impressive for me in this whole thing being put together is your outreach. Um, I mean, that really sucks that those, uh, West Coast, um, artists fell through, but considering what's happening over there with the pandemic, um, really? it is understandable. Yeah, it's a whole different story. They're both from LA. So they're mm-hmm. both, they're oh, in a yeah. pretty big house town. There's a lot going on on the West Coast right <laughs> now. So I mean, I can't really blame them. Um, and we picked up a few good people instead. And they were homies, too. So it was nice to make this a true homie fest. We pick up quite possibly. Um, that's our homie Devin. He's out from Denver. He's been doing some big things out there. Has some releases with Mystic Grizzly. Honestly, should be bigger than what he is. So I'm really excited to have him back out. And Mythic Rogue. 
that's another homie that's also out from Denver. He lived in Dubuque originally. They both came out for a Sunday night get down last year sometime and I met him and like we hit hmm. it off. We were just out on the lounge smoking blunts and shit. It was a good time. <laughs> they couldn't take anything back with them because they were getting on a flight. So uh, we were just like, it was like the artist showed up and they smoked us up. So I mean, it's really nice to give back to them and bring them on and bring on the homies for something like this. Um, hell yeah. The other one that we added was Cosmic Anarchy. Um, he's good friends with Rustin Pierce and Levitation Jones. Uh, he's coming oh, okay. down because he's ready to play. He's ready to play a set and they don't have much going on. Uh, I think they're from Florida, so that's a okay. hot zone. So they don't mm. have much going on out there. So it's exciting to get some of these artists who haven't been around before, and some of the artists who have been, um, especially since they're the homies. It really just it gives it a the festival a whole different vibe. And it it wasn't quite like that with Bad Habit Yellows, but it was nice having somebody new who hasn't been to Iowa before. But now that we added these guys, I feel like it gives it more of a homie, more of a family vibe. And they said that too. I think like quite possibly put on his uh on his contract he didn't put like show or event or anything he put family gathering okay. and uh, that's like a really good way to explain what we're doing here all these people like i know pretty much all of these people personally i've worked with most of them i haven't worked with freddie todd but i've been in like contact with all of them and touch base with all of them and they're all some really good people so i'm excited Damn. to have the lineup that we had it sucks that we had some fallouts but i mean it's fate. It lined up well this way. Well, yeah, and, you know, it's music, and, you know, I think anybody that's professional-minded is able to, you know, maybe put that past them. Uh, the hip-hop on the beach, that um, that especially looks fucking lit. I mean, that's probably what I know more in terms of those local. Um, Drowned Hero, he's fucking great. Uh, D-Wavy's good. G7. Lolo. D-Lo, hell yeah. Yeah, and the Finesse crew, I think that's part of D-Wavy's crew, too. Yeah, so they're, like, they're Finesse. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm excited to have them. All these people are kind of low-key. Um, not Dewan, uh, he lives in Oski. He goes to William Penn down there, so it's nice to bring somebody from the 641. I pretty much let Lauren curate this whole thing. Um, Young Honey's another one who's from Atumwa. And so we got, like, some 641 guys, and most of these guys are also the homies, too. We didn't, like, reach out to anybody who's, like, a staple name in the Dwarn hip hop community. Mm-hmm. But we reached out to those who have been working with us, who have been working with Lolo, and have been working to like grow our side of what we're doing in the hip hop scene. And we really wanted to give back to them. And I think that this is a really good group. And we're doing something kind of different with the hip hop on the beach too. We're not gonna have each of them perform. Seth's gonna play like a two hour set. It's going mm-hmm. from 12 to noon, to, or it's going from noon to two to kick off the day and Seth's gonna be playing like a two hour set where he's gonna mix in some hip hop, some trap mm. drops and then we're gonna ha- we're gonna mix in their music. They're gonna perform two mm. to three songs. We're gonna go back to him mixing and Seth's been uh, wanting to do that for a while. Yeah. So we're really looking forward to the hip hop on the beach. It was one of my favorite things to put together. Creates more of a vibe. You can sit there for two hours and enjoy like a two hour show rather than like segment of hip hop, segment of hip hop, segment of hip hop. So I'm excited for it. We haven't done many things like this. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, and we were kind of talking about that uh, the last time you were here. Um, kind of having thing, you know, like you just described, having things more mixed, having people come on and off. I think that's a way better. Um, blend, especially for an event like this that's outside, people yeah, it's, camping. it's not really a hip-hop event, so we needed to mm, do yeah, something yeah. where people are gonna be, aren't gonna just be like, well, because it, it, it is mostly EDM, and, I, and our artists know that, our hip-hop artists know that, but they also have some unique sounds, and they're gonna, they're gonna, they, they, these people know how to play a crowd, like, I've yeah, seen a lot of yeah. these guys perform, and they're some of my favorite performers that come around, so it's gonna be exciting, and I'm really looking forward to the hip-hop on the beach. And it's on a beach. Yeah. yeah. Really, <laughs> it's on, like, an old gravel pit that they put, like, a $15,000 sand lot on, Damn. and, yeah, it's beautiful, pristine, clear water with a beautiful sand beach. It's, it's middle of nowhere. Wow, that's yeah. uh, <laughs> it's gonna be super fun. It's gonna be scenic the whole wow. time. 
I'm really looking forward to that moments. Yeah. We get four hours on the beach each day. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you guys, yeah, there's going to be mm-hmm. a few sets after the hip-hop on the beach Saturday. And then... Friday we're kicking it off. We're open gates at 10 a.m. on Friday, and then we're kicking it off with like it's a house party, like house music party. So we got a house beach party too, mm. and that'll be fun. I think that'll bring some nice tropical vibes. Damn. Um, so we're gonna get into, we're gonna get into this uh, later, but I guess like with the beach specifically, how do you guys plan on? Because uh, you guys, the thing I've been really impressed with this is you guys are taking a lot of precautions with the COVID, um, requiring masks. I think that's good. Um, how are you going to do that with the beach? Is it going to be the same? I'm assuming it's going to be the same guidelines, or how are you guys going to try to? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I don't think people are going to want their masks in the water, but I also don't think that a lot of people are out in the water just, like, hugging all up close to each other. That's I mean, true. they're within speaking distance. There's a lot of room, clear water. I, I, I do respect, I expect some boundaries in the water, but I do think that's probably the most lenient place. We, we were even having a meeting the other night how s- sincere we mean to take the mask policy everywhere mm-hmm. on land all the time. That's oh good. yeah, and we have like we have a few different people who are going to be doing operations. We have some volunteers that they're going to be helping us with a little bit, like get getting camping set up during the day. But at night, like their job is going to be to walk around and make sure that people are wearing their masks. Um, if there's groups of people around and like those groups of people know each other, they're not wearing their masks. We still want to go talk to them. We want to make sure that everybody around them is like okay with them not. Like we, we yeah. just want to make sure that everybody's consented. Like in that group, but we really want to take this seriously because there's been some, I think the Ozarks had a video come out last week where they're just throwing f- a fucking banger down there on the beach. Nobody's wearing a mask. They got like digital screens, dude. <laughs> Borges is playing some 2016 dubstep. I'm like, who the fuck is even throwing this? Oh, <laughs> I yeah. was like, this is trashy as fuck, or, honestly. Or the chain smokers one in Chicago, which was supposed to be a driving oh, yeah, event and everybody drive-in. showed up without masks. I did hear about that one, actually. Yeah, they all got out of their cars and they were yep. like, fuck this. And they oh, just yeah, chain smokers raging. definitely got a lot of heat for that, too. But those guys have always been kind of like boundary pushers mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, like I see they, they love they love a party that's for sure yeah uh, it's kind of the ironic thing this year you know uh a lot of people who are really kind of anti-society and pushing the limits even those people have been like oh, i'm gonna mask up you know which is good but it's just kind of it's interesting uh how that's changed this um so you were talking before we started this um this all started back for you in 2017 which i found very interesting why don't yeah. you get into the history of so all this? yeah i got up today i woke up from a long night um <laughs> i got up today and i got on my phone one of my first memories was that popped up was uh from three years ago today and it was talking about how um i finally organized the first field trip but I, I got it together it was originally called 421 fest it was going to be at a private lake property at my homie jj's and we we're going to have people like on a second story deck and then have like the speakers below and playing out which we ended up changing venues for that a couple different times. But yeah, we, we started in 2017. I booked Kyrolex Banco for that one. They were like the first people I ever booked. So that was really cool and I shared that connection with them. I wish I could have made it out for this one, but like things didn't line up or pan out with COVID and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, it was originally supposed to be called 421 Fest because it was on April 21st. I'm so glad we didn't do that, dude. There's so many people <laughs> with numbers. It's like, no, no event, like if you have numbers as your name, but like, I don't know, I like to be a little different. So I'm glad that we did not go with 421 Fest because it was a little blatant and dumb. But we ended up having to move the lake property because uh, his mom was not about it. She, we, we walked through and she was like, I don't know if we can do that, which we really didn't have parking either. So we were kind of just like going with the flow. Like at this point, we're faking it till we make it. Um, she points us to another venue in Linville Sully. Uh, like somewhere in that area, which is like, right, it's between here and Iowa City, more towards Des Moines. So it would have been a nice spot, uh, but I was working with another promoter on it, and he was so adamant about having it a 420 party. 
And I, I'm like from down in that area, so I was like, oh, I don't know if we should do that. Yeah. But I, he was like, we'll sell tickets. We'll sell tickets. We do it. I get a call on New Year's when I'm at Decadence about that venue, and they're like, hey, we sent you your check back. Or no, they didn't even call me. My mom called me. She was like, hey, your check for the venue in Linville just got sent back. I was like, I don't think you have a venue anymore. I'm at like New Year's. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? There's just like, I had like people that barely knew me from high school. They were just like, yeah, they're not about your 420 party, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's interesting, Iowa. Yeah, for real. And I knew it. And I was like, all right, we're going to take that off. We're going to go search for another venue. So then I went to this venue in Sigourney, which is way closer to where I'm from. It's like 15 minutes. I went to this, uh, I went to their fairgrounds. I've been to a few weddings that they had in this, in this little like dance hall. Mm. So I went and I met with them and I booked that out and they let me pay right up front. So I was able to do that and it was able to go all night and I honestly got away with a lot more than I would have in Linville, I think this way. But um, yeah, that led up to me having like a bunch of different meetings. I had an LLC at the time. I got a liquor license. I had to meet with the city council and the sheriffs oh, like wow. three times. The third time they ended up turning down my liquor license. So then I had to like, oh then I had to, yeah, I had somebody that was a bar, like that was going to come in and sell liquor too. I wasn't even gonna, like going to be selling liquor myself. So then we had to have BYOB. Yeah. And I mean like nothing too bad happened. My girlfriend now, she got arrested on the way. She was smoking a little weed. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The only cop station like in Keokuk County was in Sigourney. So they like, I don't know. They were just like towing cars, being dicks, dude. They knew it was coming. They didn't bother us at the venue too much, which was nice. But yeah, it, it was a definitely a trip. The first field trip was something, and I haven't had one since then because I, I wanted it to be something more. I wanted it to be special. I wanted yeah. to do a camping fest. I kind of threw that together, and I, no, I wasn't disappointed because I had a great time, made some awesome connections. It was like my first big event. But I'm definitely way more impressed with how we're handling this field trip. Uh, it's camping, which is great. Yep. The venue is beautiful, and we can go all night. We have two stages. We have a lot of my homies, whether like my home, my national artist homies who are coming in again, or all the all the locals. Uh, like I have a personal connection with most of the locals, if not all of them. So it's nice to actually get all the friends together to do something like this that's special especially in a time where we don't have this opportunity. I think that's one of the coolest things too, is like some people may hate on it, but like the people who love it, love it and will stand behind us. We're not forcing anyone to go. Yep. We, we haven't even been promoting. I haven't been promoting. If you couldn't tell, if you look at the field trip shit, like I haven't even been promoting Way this less event because I'm like, I, I'm trying to be respectful. I yeah. know there's people who have issues with this and I'm trying not to step on their toes. I'm trying to, if you know about this and you go, you're gonna be special. This event's going to be special. If you don't wanna go, you don't feel safe, please don't come. But like, we're doing a lot. I bought 500 masks, dude. I have like, so I bought sanitizer wipes. I'm gonna be wiping down different things, like the urinals and like in between sets, we're gonna be wiping down um, all the equipment for the artists. Mm, all artists have damn. to wear masks too. Interesting. So yeah, so we're making sure that all the artists are taken care of on all stages, we're gonna be doing that. I'm trying to think of some other cool stuff. But honestly, my thoughts are anything that's worthwhile, you're going to get haters and you're going to get lovers. That's like something that's yep. worth doing. And I know this is a decisive topic, but like, yeah, like he's saying, people will stay home. But the people who have confessed the reasons for going or their excitement for going are so it's not that they're like addicted to a drug or addicted to partying or anything there's they need the soul treatment there's something special that happens in these places yeah. if you ever went to like a childhood camp and then you went again and again and again and again every year like there's something special that happens in a place like this and that i 
I think we're saving lives by doing this. I don't think we could have our community, all of us in one piece, survive the winter without yeah, a little right. bit of bonding somewhere <clears throat> in this summer. So even if there is a little flack, which I hope there isn't, I, I hope we have some kind of outward understanding between the flack and us. But if there is, it's worth it for what I've heard people confess f- inside themselves for feelings and stuff of that nature. Yeah. And, you know, not to dive into this too much, but there is something to be said, you know, through COVID, we have definitely been missing out on some social aspect. And, you know, obviously you guys are going to be taking precautions, but there is something still there socially that um, oh, absolutely striving for. People, I think they'll be able to yeah, get people it. like you feel the energy. We went and played the summer bash event. Oh, man, dude, it was something. But like <laughs> <laughs> to start off, dude, it was so great to be around a crowd we didn't go in the crowd nobody was wearing masks and shit like this event was crazy <laughs> we had behind so, the stage so we, it was my boy c-dubs and then snag played too and it was nuts yeah dude we brought we brought some subs down there oh my god was it wild nobody from around here nobody in our scene showed up it was all people from like northwest iowa who were just like hey, hey, right. so, is, is, is this what edm is i like edm five one five alive but dude, there was a fucking energy, dude. I felt it was wild. Like I was tingling, dude. My friend Connor was on stage. It was just great to see all those people. I mean, it wasn't great to see them now masked up or social distance, but I mean, yeah. that's they didn't even survive his two-hour set. Yeah, dude. They got so wild up in his two-hour set that by halfway, you could tell anybody who hadn't drank the last two months. <laughs> <laughs> passing out literally like Shit, there falling, off, falling over we were, like, going out like, it was like my turn like, are you okay and she was like, oh. she did, it looked like she was trying to get off the table but she didn't move she just like hit the ground and it wasn't a normal table it was like a four foot table oh, we were yeah. like are you alright and she's like it's one of those big ass wooden stools oh, that they oh yeah, like, yeah. get a piece uh, not PCP uh, or is no the it's like that PVC pipe. pipe PVC yeah, not, not PCP <laughs> PVC pipe close <laughs> Oh man, you can tell I had a long night. <laughs> Have you been smoking PCP? No. Uh, not recently. Actually, I've never seen PCP to this day, which is kind of no. surprising, but maybe one day, who knows? One day in high school, I did. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> or is it like in adulthood? I've never seen it in real life. Like, it was just that one time. You don't really, yeah, it's not really that popular of a drug, I feel like. You don't really hear about people fucking with it. Mm-mm. I, story. I played sure. soccer on it. <laughs> oh, God. Says high school soccer coach. Right now. I was like, God <laughs> fucking damn it. No, I explained this game. We actually did really well. Yeah, no, it was... Yeah. <laughs> Long story. Oh, man. Yeah, Those are the days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Save, save that so. for later on. Um, so, but Seth... Uh, I, how I think how you how'd you describe it? He was the uh, creator of Field Trip, and you were kind of the stepdad. Yep. Was that kind of, yeah? So, stepdad works. I'll take that. Okay. So, how, um, how, what's your been your role in this? Um, uh, just support, help. Austin, Austin does a lot of this on his own. Like, I don't want to be a promoter. I think it's one of the hardest. <laughs> like, I've been in a lot of different fields of work. Promoting is a hard job to keep your soul intact and to yeah. do in an efficient manager and yeah. efficient like way. There's a lot of ways to lose your balance. Um, and he's one of the best promoters I've ever seen. So yeah, I we full heartedly support him, me and my wife and our company. And honestly, we're in it for the experience. I really enjoy doing this stuff. There's nothing else happening. We want to do stuff that is happening. You know what I mean? So it's like a natural nature just to like support in any way we can. Yeah, yeah no, it's yeah. great having both him and JC. They are like they are great step parents to what we have created because this is a whole new event now. I like I like that. Yeah, thing. yeah. This is a whole new <laughs> event now and. 
JC brings everything that Stutterbox does to life. Like these flyers, like uh, her creativeness. Yeah, is her holy creativeness shit. is crazy. We had a first flyer. Okay. We had. A, oh, so God, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. So I wanted to ask you about that. So JC, your wife did this? All yeah. of the artwork. Wow. All the, yeah, and all yeah, custom. Yeah. She sat in there and made each of those lines. Chose every color. Nothing was from any generated site. This is all custom damn. work. Yeah. yeah, damn. <laughs> I've had a lot of artists tell me that like, wow, we really like this flyer, and then I had one be like, art is fine. <laughs> I was like, oh man, I was trying to get a reply out of him for like a whole week, dude, and I was like, hey, I'm gonna release the flyer without the light without the artist's name on it. Oh we can God. add it later. He sends back art is fine, no punctuation or anything. I was like, good. Built this fort. I, was, uh, I won't go into any more details. But I was like, Jesus, dude. I was like, he's just jealous. Yeah, that's what, that's what we tell JC now. Though. Every time the, the art's good, we're just... Art, art is fine. She really likes it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she, no, she hates it. She's a words person. That's what she works for. She'll work for free forever if you just tell her how much you love what she's doing. <laughs> that crushes her. That's fine. Yeah, no. Uh, no, really. They still, like, I, w- I want to jump back in on the, yeah. what, they've, what they've kind of done. Seth, Seth, they make me a little more comfortable. Like, JC brings it to life. Seth really helps me. He goes to meetings with me, and he's able to give a look. Because sometimes not everybody's like, oh, man, let's give all your trust to the dreaded guy. The other time, it's flipped the other way. We've been in yeah. some places, they're like, I don't want to talk to that asshole stuff ever again. And I, I just bail. It's like, Austin's got this. Peace, dude. Like, yeah, so I have no ego in it. We collab really well together. Yep. Good yeah. cop, bad cop. And that's a lot of how we see things, too, is we've, we've had such wide, different experiences. And I've been trained in, like, like both marketing, sales, media messaging, political messaging. I've been trained in like grassroots organizing. So like all of these skills have come, I'm, I've been utilizing them DJing, but they also come in handy with what we do. So yeah, just the difference of perspectives, you know what I mean? And I, I think that's part of what's the most special about what we're trying to build is we actually have a team of now of like, eight nine people we could pull in that are all of this level they could sit at the table with us and yeah, work on and all these projects year, together field trip was like a huge start to that honestly our first meeting with field trip we sat down with one of our good friends and he was unfortunately sorry go ahead no you're good um he was unfortunately not able to help us because he had another event planned that ended up getting canceled so that was a bummer but he like sat us down and he gave me our first description on how to handle a festival. Like he gave me everything. Like that I festival one hundred and one half hour edition. I needed to, <laughs> yeah. who I needed to get a hold of, what positions I need, and it really helped me start branching out and like taking my friends because I do do a lot of this myself. Mostly everything that Stutterbox to this point has been like, JC does artwork, and then like I fucking nail out all promotion. I do the I do every page. I get a hold of the artists. I contact the managers. I get the hotels. I do like everything myself. So it's been nice to be able to like branch out and give different jobs to people that I trust and hopefully grow from this. I'm hoping that this is a pretty successful event and I'm hoping that it shows a lot of people who are on our team what can happen because we are changing a culture right now. When I first first got into it, like, uh, like through and through, my first events have always been like weird experimental dubstep. I went to Sub Octave in 2017 which was like my main inspiration all my stutterbox events field trip included have all been artists that were pulled off there who i haven't seen around so mm. sub octave was a huge inspiration i have it tatted on me right there the bird logo oh, damn. yeah so cool like it was and i was supposed to it was supposed to happen this summer too i'm pretty bummed i was like a stutterbox was on the promotion team uh, but yeah I'll, I won't, I'll, we'll dive into that later yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah no it was a it was a huge inspiration i loved a lot of the artists and i wanted to bring them around home and there wasn't anybody really doing it and then it's so crazy to see how it went from like hard dubstep, everybody was DJing heavy rhythm or house music, and you, you still have people. You still have people who do that, and like it's all it's all still popular, which is great. 
But the culture really changed when we started putting on these, people who like to consider them local shows. We started putting on these underground shows. Yeah, we, yeah. Yeah, we went by the slogan, Heart of the Underground, for a little bit. I think it's tacky, though. <laughs> not, we don't go by that anymore, dude. But, um, yeah, no, we, we really did a thing to Iowa, and people love coming to Iowa. I've been to a lot of crazy shows where artists, the passion's here. They might not get the biggest show. They might... Chicago, like, I've had artists who travel in from Chicago. I've been at shows where artists played in Chicago the night before, and then they come to one of our events, or Dan had, had some some great events. I think DMV used the one that sticked out in my mind. He was like, don't tell Chicago, guys, but <laughs> Iowa has my heart, or something like that. It was great, because there's so much passion here. And, with, and even with what Dan's done with Cosmic Kingdom, like, he, he threw Cosmos, too. That was, like, a huge breakthrough in experimental music in Iowa, mm -hmm. if you like, and that introduced a lot of people. And then what he's done with Cosmic Kingdom and stuff like that, like, he, he deserves all the credit for making it what it is, and then I feel like that we deserve a lot of credit for like actually cultivating that scene and bringing it up to the level that it's at now, because there's so many people who have like transitioned into a whole different sound because of what we've been throwing, mm. what we've been doing, and there's people who have <clears throat> popped up and start, popped back out into the scene. I know like some of our homies have popped out, they didn't produce for a couple of years, they've taken some time off, but they see like what the scene's turning into and how we've helped it expand and progress. and they're popping back in and some of them are going to start performing again and some of them making music again. So like, it's really cool to see that kind of stuff too. Well, yeah. not, what I, what I see from my perspective is I do see not only like the growth, but there's actually, there, there is a middle ground of culture inside of our scene starting to happen and some level of like high, high level of accountability, some social yeah. accountability mm -hmm. finally, where before a lot of this was centered around partying. So uh, even if you really like this, you couldn't go there and enjoy the music. And that's where we lost. After your party years, you would like lose the scene. I see what a you're lot, A lot of what I see now and like words have changed. Like I know they're also culturalized from like the nation, but like fam and stuff have like, that's the last few years of that. Those kind of like uh, wookier terms <laughs> have started to yeah, like arise yeah, heady, like that hippie, yep that and with shit. with that energy a lot of stutterboxes came through and has like a lot i mean we still every event we talk about should we name this we went with an experience category for a while where we're like we focus on like not making it a party and how you can make the most at the bars and making sure we get a good deal with the bartender that we get 10 percent of sales like that's not what we're worried about we're trying to find dancers we're making sure we get the mm -hmm. best deal on the stage and the lighting and the light show and like we're like trying to work how this is all going to work all night like just a different focus and that that's created like a culture zone that i see inside of yeah, which is a immense yeah, value. And the, he's right. Yeah, I didn't even touch on that, but like the culture that you see around like these grassroots festivals, like Suboctive, you see like different flow performers. Um, you yep. you see people coming and like coming together in a certain way. You have the sound system culture. We always try. Like we have Hennessy's coming. We we were gonna get functions, but like we said, he wasn't able to make it because he was scheduled for another bid. So we have the Hennessy's coming. We have Allegro Audio coming. That's a custom-made sound system. We've got somebody who traveled around with that pyramid stage. I don't know if you ever went to 515, but there was a no. pyramid stage that traveled around. He went to a bunch of festivals, and he did lights on that. So we have mm. him coming in from Illinois to light <clears throat> both stages. So we've got a good group of people coming together, and it's great to finally use these connections that we've yeah, made at these yeah, different yeah. festivals and bring it together for our own and do something really special for the community, I think. Well, you can definitely, um, it shows that this is, you know, years of, um, years of preparation. So I'm really excited. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, kind of touching upon what you just said, uh, I've always said, you know, Des Moines has the potential to have that, like, that new culture, that new, uh, you know, 
vibe, that movement that you know. Mm-hmm. You guys it needs a home. Exactly. <laughs> so if, if there's any millionaires or billionaires out there listening, yeah. like our culture needs a place to play. Like yeah. not the bar scene, not we'll downtown, we'll not somebody else. You. Yeah, we'll yeah, for you. real. You throw the money down, you get the venue, dude. We'll if there, for you. if there was a place with like a juice bar and some sound, like high end sound quality speak, like sound culture speakers, that it would trans, the people would fiend for that. For we, we would have people like from everywhere fuck in. Yep. I mean, Denver had like beta and stuff like that. The black box really made Denver the heart of deep dubstep and like Damn. bringing in that the, that UK dub and really just because maybe after the home. maybe after the skate park the city will invest in it. For real, we can yeah. build the world's biggest deep dub center. I think, I think Des Moines is growing too. Yeah, oh, which is the greatest oh, yeah. thing. Everything's growing around it. Hey Molly, you want to look that up? How fast Des Moines is going? It's it's up there. You gotta think. West is expanding. Ankeny uh, kind of expanding. Last I heard, Waukee was one of the fastest in yeah, the nation. Waukee, yeah, I've heard that about Ankeny. Ankeny too. Yep. My mom just moved into a new house the in Ankeny. That doesn't look. Growing <laughs> major Midwest metro oh. area grew 1.6 in 2018. So, I mean, it's a one and a half percent, dude. I bet that's a lot of fucking people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Every hundred people you know, another one added. Oh, huh. up. Well, um, one and a half. I want to meet that half person. <laughs> well, you know, kind of talking about LA earlier too. Um, with all this stuff with the pandemic, you know, so many people are moving out of those places. Oh, yeah. People are getting the, you know, the hell out of people New York. Just living on top of each other, <laughs> <laughs> like for years, and just like, oh man, yeah. It's gonna be crazy watching how everybody acts after COVID. I think, yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, highlight. I hope masks are a thing. If you're feeling sick, you should wear a fucking mask. Yeah. Like, I, I agree with that. So. Or stay home for a minute. Yeah, for real. It's the cold. Yeah. 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 Well, um, you know, this event will be definitely be like a first good test. I feel like I haven't really heard of too many other events. There's been in a general. couple like Microdub happened, which they had a. We're really trying, like, we're really gonna try to enforce the mask thing. We're really gonna be pushing towards that. We have a team hired on to be pushing towards that because we don't want to be like the Ozarks. We don't want to have like a picture where nobody's wearing masks. So I mean, it might happen, and like, but like, we're gonna do everything that we can. We're giving out. I bought 500 masks, dude. <laughs> and yeah, wear something yeah. cool. Wear a pashmina. Yeah. You know, across your face like, or like one of those have, cool like, shirts that come up. Let's say like funny slogans for people not wearing masks. Don't be a mask hole. <laughs> Don't be a mask hole. <laughs> um, well, you kind of described it, but like, I guess, you know, get into like how, how you plan like enforcing the COVID and like. Words. Nice words. True, honest, stretch conversation. Yep. Look them in the eyes and say, hey, can you wear a mask for all of our sakes, please? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's about all you can do, and that's it, kind of the you know the peer pressure kind of peer pressure, yeah. positive been, peer pressure. A lot of people yeah. in <laughs> yeah. our community who have been saying that they're gonna that they're gonna do their part too. So we're gonna have a team plus everybody else who's working with us. The, for le- us. the leaders will set an example, and yeah. that matters most mm-hmm. too. I mean, when when you see a DJ not wearing one, asking people to come up close to the stage, that's an example. You know what I mean? Like we're we're all gonna have our own on. We're all gonna all the DJs. Every stage is gonna have their own on. It's it's mm-hmm. gonna be the culture. It's gonna be what's happening. Hmm. What about the rappers? Are they gonna be wearing them while they're rapping? Or um, they're not gonna be able to around anyone. Um, yeah, we we, might have, we're gonna, we have the sanitizer wipes, so every mm, microphone yeah, that will yeah. be used when we'll it's be transferred wiped. will be wiped. Oh yeah, okay. every And and no matter what, we have the beach party, the DJs, and the performers will be in a separate area than the dancers. We won't allow mm. close contact, and it's the same with like the stages. They're up on a stage in a way, but the beach area too will have. No matter what, I'm not going to lay out details. No matter what, we're going to have a zone yeah, yeah. where the D- DJ and performers are. Come that and find out. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, buy a ticket. <laughs> yeah, no, but yeah. So we do intend to. And if anybody brings up something like, "Hey, this doesn't make sense. This seems really bad. We can fix it. This isn't <laughs> oh, yeah. like a huge million dollar masterpiece that we're like 
awestruck it's happening it's like move the shit you know what i mean like pick it up help me yeah what did they say i think it was like 100 acres it's 100 acres out there we're using like we're using a very we're using a smaller portion of it but like our camping stretches out when we're doing 200 people in one in our ga camping that stretches we could 10 times this and and not even not have to like beef up anything we're doing yeah we are going out with me and seth will be out there like tuesday on we're gonna be have we're gonna have our little paint rollers. We're gonna be painting certain squares. We're gonna be, we are, so we're gonna paint alleyways and like squares where every oh, tent site no. is. So when I used to go to Christian rock hardcore festivals when I was like in my teens, my parents <laughs> would let me go. Girls? Right, <laughs> but no, they they those camp together. That was probably the good part. Uh-huh. Um, but they would paint all the sections so there's no like debauchery you're supposed to be happening you know what i mean and everybody would have like their zone so we're, we intend to do the same thing as like you can declare your campsite and then if you want one tenant if, if you want three groups, tents like you can like if there's groups who do want to be camped together, it's all like, about communication yeah, if you want to combine your two spots together and you two say that i don't care i just want somebody to be able to say like this is my safe space you know what i mean like we're going to provide that if you want that yep. if that makes sense hmm. well um it sounds like you guys are prepared and uh you know, like I said, very, uh, you know, knowledgeable about everything that's, you know, happening in your, it's in mind. I really appreciate that. I'm yeah, sure a lot no, of people and do. we've really, like, I've really been watching. I've really been seeing how the scene handled it all summer. I did not think I'd be in a position where I'd be doing this. No. It's just like the way that I was and the opportunities that we have. Like I couldn't pass up an opportunity like this. Yeah, if you um, if you want to believe in like a fate strike, like <laughs> if somebody pitches you a slow pitch ball and you're not supposed to swing at it, so something say like don't swing. You know what I mean? Like this thing was just like landed so sweet and everything just like <laughs> within a month and a half we planted an entire festival. Yeah, for real. Like five one five takes a year and they they need to. Usually That's what it takes. It'd be scary because festivals are large and they draw a lot of people, but this one's a, we get to keep it small on purpose. People that show up to the blue moose on a good night. Then right. we're going to be at this festival. Woolies is almost double the size of what, how many people are going to be at this festival. Right. It's an outdoor festival. This is going to be a easily, I don't want to say easily managed festival, but it's <laughs> not going to be the most difficult managed festival because of the capacity mm. and because of how everything is set up. The hardest part is going to be the lack of, and I'll be honest, just because I know our scene is watching, everybody should be aware. Mm. The hardest part is that we haven't been partying and we don't have our... <laughs> Uh, use limits built and we yes. don't have our yes. strengths up to par you know what I mean mm. so we're going to come in thinking we're on a varsity team maybe batting on a JV level so <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. it might be and it might get be, ugly for that reason the last event that happened there there are going to be uh, there is going no to be liquor. a squad there Oh, yeah, wow. they're, going, they're going to be there for yeah, dude. We, but we, we talked to, to them. They're, they're they, awesome. Yeah, no, it's That's great. Good. They're gonna they're bringing an ambulance too. Oh, so okay. Not only is it going to be, it's gonna be like two to four police officers. And they're staying in the mm. spots we dictate them. They're moving in the lo- yeah. routes we ask them to. Like they're not gonna go through campsites. They're not going through cars. They're not no, searching they, individuals. They, they're not they, helping people. We're the first line of help. We deliver them to the police if it's necessary. Yeah, that type of thing. Real. And we don't want anything to happen. Like in nope. Iowa Chili there was some shit like the headlines for that were pretty scary and like we had to go down there we met with them we went down with our safety guidelines like how we're i think of my main points were the safety of the attendees but also the accountability of the attendees if somebody's being a fucking douchebag or somebody can't handle themselves or somebody's out here disrespecting women and they're like doing some real fuck shit we're gonna kick them out immediately yeah, no, yeah immediately and a question that, that's lucky for them <laughs> yeah we'll cut your band and you're gonna get the fuck off the premise like i don't have any problems telling you no for real that's what yeah people were showing back up to that party that would just went to the hospital 
They've from drinking too up, much. Let, be let back in, dude. Your band's getting cut. And your ass is getting thrown out. Yeah. Hope there might be cops down the road. And we so. <laughs> we changed the rules luck. too. It allowed us to seeing like bad things are happening, but they do allow rules that make things better. Like I don't like alcohol. I don't like liquor. Yeah, There's gonna be yeah, no yeah. liquor there. Mm-hmm. You, you can bring like I think a 24 pack to last y'all weekend yeah, yeah, or something I think like that. Case 30. We're gonna level 30 pack. up to 30 drinks for one person. Okay. Which, like 15 drinks a day. That's pretty solid it, i think but yeah. that makes it not at a drinking event you know what i mean yeah, don't come yeah. here with the intention of getting sloshed that's not what's going to be yeah, happening so no liquor yep. no liquor. okay yep. of any sorts no plastic bottles <laughs> no little bottles no glass bottles no shooters you fill up your water bottle i'm gonna shower you in it like no liquor <laughs> no liquor no and it's like you've touched on before um you know with the how like a lot of music just seems to be tied to the bar scene it is really good to be taking these steps to be like you know it Yes, it's fun to have some drinks, but it's good to separate the two. Yeah, I drank last night, and I feel like fucking shit, dude. Yeah, Don't drink. Right. Well, <laughs> and drinking does a lot space for really bad acts to happen, especially, like, we're responsible yep. for 400 adults. I know everybody's responsible for themselves, and I'm not claiming responsibility over anybody. Like, no, <laughs> no doubt loud. But I do take it out upon myself when I'm hosting something like this with him that we are responsible for everybody there in my best effort, and I don't want dudes that I don't know getting super sloshed with even the women I do know or let alone I don't know you know what I mean with all this land of Rome and stuff no it was a great idea to that's just it's not the spot it's not a bar you can't check the bathrooms (laughs) you know what I mean like there's nowhere to know I want an article after our event that's just like field trip fucking amazing beautiful people the cop promised us. Yeah, he did. He said if His it words. Went well, that, that he, he would write article, it himself. He would write it himself. Wow. Uh, like, right. We're going to hold so you to that. Everybody, be on your best behavior, please. Don't get sloshed. Don't go to the hospital. Don't fight. If you f- don't fight, <laughs> no. don't no, do no, don't no. do anything. We're trying represent us. Like represent us. Like you would represent yourself, or even better than you would represent well, yourself. Please, because like I appreciate everybody. I appreciate everybody who's coming. I know it's going to be a fan fest. I'll know mostly. Like most of the people who are showing up to this event, so yeah, I just like ask that people be on their best behavior because this is I want this event to be something special. I want it to be like Suboctave was for me. It's our um, only summer event. Yeah, for real. Yeah, it's, it's our right. only it's summer it's event. Our one chance, dude. Don't <laughs> fuck it up, dude. Yeah, yeah. No, I think it's gonna be super enjoyable. I'm really not not worried one bit. My my heart feels so much excitement. That's what I it's feel. It's been nice getting to this week. Now yes. it's, it's no turning back point. And we, yeah, we get to do yeah. something. We get to like physically yeah. go out there and like this needs mode. This week we're gonna. Oh yeah, there's been some people asking about the schedule. This week we're gonna release the schedule. This week we're gonna release the map. Um, we're gonna release that lineup that they just saw with the artist switches. And um, again, that was a conscientious decision to not step on people's toes who are scared. We we respect people's feelings enough that we didn't want to like layer this over the top of them. You know what I mean? Yeah, with them having yeah. more anxiety. I know how anxiety feels. I know how I depression feels. One sponsored post. But right at the beginning when shit was mild and everybody was like, all right, we might see when Cosmic Kingdom was still happening, posted mm. Dance Festopia was like, we're fucking happening. I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, you are Dance Fest, totally. So we made like one sponsored post, but ever since then, I've been mild, I've been chill. But now yeah. we're going to get all the information out, the yeah, maps, all that. Yeah, we're going to get the that. information out. I think that people will see it. Hopefully they buy some tickets. Um, I would grab your tickets online. I'd we're going to try not to sell tickets at the door. Yeah, I would, I would really love not to sell tickets at the mm. door. I'm not one of those cat... Uh, I'm not one of those cashless people. It just makes it easier on us. Huge. <laughs> 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 yeah. So, and it's going to be a little more expensive at the door anyway than it is right now. Um, I don't know the exact prices, and I'm not about to like look it up or anything. But yeah, it's going to be a little more expensive. You'll I think know, we should make it more expensive just being cash there. Yeah, for real. And I got it. It's just like, and then you have to trust people, which I, I yeah, the hard part's going to be up at front, and his wife's going to be up at front. For the hard part's part. the storage of the money. For real. I'm I don't want to be liable for a camper worth 15 grand. <laughs> yeah, for real. No, thank you. That. 
<laughs> yeah, losing that, Jesus Christ. Yep. Um, but no, I, I think I think you guys are gonna or it's gonna be a great show. I are you coming out? Uh, I really hope to. Good. Uh, um, we're gonna talk about this after. The, cool. But yeah. I've been talking to some people. And we're maybe working some things. So. Hell yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, so you were kind of talking about earlier uh, with the artists. There were some of them that dropped um, because of the COVID. What other challenges have you guys faced um, in setting this all up with everything going on right now? As as amicably as it seemed like it's been going, it's most of the pieces are cheaper and easier to find right now. Nothing's moving. Okay. We know all the pieces are everybody. Everybody that's in this culture, especially when they own stuff or like deep as involved as we are, is because of their heart, not because of any abuse or like things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, or not abuse, but you know what I mean. Any like other mischievous need like they're here because this is what their soul is telling them to do so those pieces came together i would say the hardest part has been like deciding how to conscientiously do this for everybody's feelings it's a dilemma i'm not making it like anybody who's really asked us i just give them the covid guidelines we're at a point right now where like if you're gonna hate me because of it like so i'm not like letting personal feelings get involved like i don't need to explain myself to anyone like uh, Soundhaven had an issue where G. Jones, a uh, real big Mal. artist, one of Bass Nectar's protégés. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. one of his protégés. G. Jones is great. I love his music. I've always loved him. He's one of my top five artists for sure. But he was just like, can't believe Soundhaven is happening. Took it to a personal level. Made, and the guy that runs it, super fucking nice dude, dude. Just all about Broke like, his heart. love and focus. He's done so much for that community. Sacred Hive, dude. They're a great-ass company out there. I went to Soundhaven last year. Beautifully rent ran great the people that run it are great they know what they're doing and they've really built that culture out in tennessee and g jones ate him alive made him feel bad dude i can only imagine what he was going through g jones ever comes at me and that motherfucker be ready be ready dude he'll never forget my name like because he let it, i feel bad for him he let it get a little personal he had people attacking him and like we didn't want that and that's why it's been kind of we've just been tiptoeing around it um, I've had some friends who said some nasty shit, dude, that I'm just like, uh, especially as of late, dude, I, like, this week was yeah. something, dude, I had a friend, yeah, I don't even consider a friend, though, really, so, whatever. <laughs> Damn. As you do anything worthwhile, it causes yeah. pressure around you, and you start seeing the colors of things. That's yeah, just, yeah, it's true. Yeah, that's the narrative of life. I was like, oh, shit, dude, I was like, damn, that's hey. how it is, all right. <laughs> you know, I can relate, you know, and me, not to get to me, but in me doing this uh-huh. podcast, there are definitely people that have... Um, you know, I've even had in the show or whatever, and you know, yeah, you kind of get to that point where you're working and grinding, and other people don't like it, and they, you know, slowly they move themselves away. Yep. But it's good. It's 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 a good thing to do, and you guys are obviously headed in a good direction. So, um, well, I'm thinking we could probably take a break here pretty soon. But before yeah, we do that, water. yeah, yeah, I, I noticed <laughs> that. I felt bad for you. I'm like, ah, oh, no, it's good, dude. I'm out here, you know. Ship without a sail. You notice me moving, you're like, just like, oh, I went up there to shit last night. Guys, bear with us. Well, this has been fun, though. I've had a good time. We'll get you three glasses. Yeah, we'll get you taking piss breaks, dude. I'm fucking pausing in. Um, but I, I guess, is there anything else that you guys, um, that's really Bremen you guys want to talk about in terms of field trip or before we take a break? Um, I just want to, before the break, remind everyone again, wear your fucking mask. Bring your own mask. We're going to have 500 masks, and we're going to give one out to each person, but, like, bring your own mask, because we're going to be on your shit. <laughs> so be ready for that, and just be respectful to the people around you. Um, that was, like, the only thing weighing on my mind, and I'll probably even say it a couple more times throughout the video, because it is super important, and it, we really want to put an ease at people's minds. So we are doing the best, that we are going to be doing the best that we can. We're not, like, trying to slide by and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the, like, mass are required, blah, 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 and then not enforce it, because that's mm-hmm. just not what kind of person I am. No, I try to no, stick no. to my word, and I'm really trying to take what I've seen 
like other people complain about and their biggest issues and really try to help un- help our festival and put in rules that help progress it to a different level and a different standard. And that's why, like how we sold it to the artists too. We didn't sell it to the artists that COVID would be over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like no. when we threw the event, that is, we booked you a month ago. I was like, some <laughs> artists who told me that, I was like, hey guys, just so you know, that's not what I sold you. I'm not going to, like that. that's a bullshit excuse. I was like, I get where you're coming from. It's all good. But like, I, I wasn't going to take that because that's not what we sold them. Um, we're really doing our best to put in these regulations that are going to help prevent the spread yeah. of this virus. And it's well above what the state's even doing. So. Yeah, no, uh, like I said, you guys seem to be doing the precautions and you're doing well so all right let's take a really quick break and we'll get back to it cool all right we are back officially (laughs) hey um so we were gonna go over the schedule so they don't have it officially put out in the like we don't have a pretty graphic for you guys yet (laughs) but we did want to do something special for this podcast we wanted to that's why we threw the updated lineup on here and we talked about it over break and i thought it'd be a good idea to kind of lay out the schedule because i know some people have been asking like we said before we've been laying off the promotion everything's going to be the week of we're going to push a lot of information out this week definitely be keeping your eyes on the event page um, we'll have some more announcements towards the end of this podcast too that I want to make sure whenever we're done talking. But mm-hmm. I want to dive into this because I am super excited about how the lineup turned out. Um, so we have it in a two-day format right here. You can see Friday, and then you have the main stage, Lake Radio, the beach stage, and then it goes Saturday. And then it has the same thing. Um, and then something that's not listed is both nights. We're taking the beach stage setup and we're putting it in the woods. And we're having an off-the-top setup. It's going to be the hole in the woods, and it's going to be ran by Seth and our friend Jackson. Oh, damn. Uh, I think we might yeah. even, I don't know. It's not really going to be labeled or anything, So, but we like to call it like the little rabbit hole in the woods because he's got the house of Leopold, the hole. Jackson has the uh, rabbit hole. So we okay. like to bring oh, both the, of them the ra- in. Okay, I just yeah, clicked the my rabbit brain. Hole. Yep. Yeah, so yep. it's, it's nice to bring both of them on to do something special. And this, It's dope. There's like this... It's like a plateau little thing that you're oh, going to set up on. It's like 360 kind of stage. Mm-hmm. It's going oh, to it's gonna be off the top sets. Like, uh, who have, like we're going to find people who want to play that night. It's gonna try, we're going to try to do something special with it. Awesome. So that's also wow. something that's not on there that is going to be added. Um, so the beach stage is how we're going to kick things off. Uh, the doors, the gates open at 10, like we said before, 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. We're going to start letting people in get set up, and then we're going to start some house music. From uh, noon to five, and or, or yeah, noon to five until the uh, the two main stages open, and we got like some good talent on there. Uh, Simulacra, he's uh, one of our homies from Illinois. He started DJing sometime last year, and he's really made progress. And it's nice to bring a friend out from that way. Uh, Dangus is out of Des Moines. Um, he's been producing some of his own house stuff. Joe P's a staple in Des Moines. You know that Jammer Squad. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's nice to get him on there. Um, some people dropped out, too, that made it possible for some of these people to get on. And Joe P's one of them, dude. I, I, I felt bad, honestly, when he wasn't on there. He was telling us to have a good time and stuff. He was wishing us well still, even though he didn't make the lineup. So excited to reach out with him and get mm-hmm. him on here because he always brings a good vibe, good energy to the event. So it's nice to get those guys on there. And then Mission Control and Elkin over from Des Moines. And when we dive into the rest of the lineup, honestly, the main stage is filled with some of the some of my favorite DJs and producers. Uh, I think from like six o'clock on on the main stage, everybody's a producer. Damn. Um, C Dubs doesn't produce yet. Uh, he is one of the best DJs in Des Moines, though. I wouldn't. Or there's not a lot of people I'd want to spin in like an opening yep. main stage set too. He was. It's funny. He was supposed to have work off, and uh, or he was supposed to play Saturday, <laughs> but somewhere along the lines, I forgot, and I was like, man. Connor would be a really great way to kick off the main stage of the festival. I was just like, he's just perfect for it. 
And then he was like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> He's like, I only got Saturday off. And then I told him my reasoning, and he was like, all right. And then he was the next day he was like, I can make it Friday. And I was like, hell yeah. But no, he dons out from one of the Dakotas, I think, somewhere up there. Blucas from Iowa City. He has some release. He has a release on Wakan with Enzo. It's super dope, and he's just a beautiful producer. So mm -hmm. it's exciting to get him on there. Like we said, Mythic Rogue and quite possibly out from Denver. Big City, Spicy Boy Group. Um, they're they're really dope. We were supposed to have them on a show in March. So and there, there's been a few artists that we were, that we had shows with. Levitation Jones, Big City. Um, they were both supposed to play shows pre-COVID, mm -hmm. and then we had to cancel the shows. Uh, Mythic Rogue was on there too. Uh, even the locals on the shows, I'm pretty sure, all made it on the lineup. So. Well, it was nice to get those guys back on and bring them back out. For so that's time. definitely been an advantage for you guys. With I mean, it's kind of ironic because although you have you know you have to take these precautions and do all this these things with COVID, at the same time you know you said you got things for cheaper, able to get these artists that are dropping out. So um, yeah. yeah, we've done we've done like we've done a good job. Like we, it's nice because a lot of these people are homies and they're like willing mm, to help yeah. us out. We're willing to work together to put on something that's special, and they know. They, I think everybody who's came through knows that we do what we can. We hook our artists up. We have we bring like our best hospitality to the table. Like we are doing what I can for these artists, and they know that, and that's why they're willing to come out and do something like this. And they're all itching. Like they all miss it, and we're creating a safe environment for them all. And the people who stayed on all understand that. And we've I've had personal talks with most of them this week that are like. Yeah, dude, we know that you're doing the best that you can, and we trust you, and we know that you've always done us well before. So it's nice to be working with artists who are like that, and we have this uh, mutual trust and bond. Yeah. Well, uh, shit. I'm excited. This is going to be a fun time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, uh, even just looking at the list, it's like, man, dude. Yeah, it's I'm, I'm taking it all in. Uh, so, I mean, obviously there's a lot of variants, I'm sure, but, like, is there, uh, is there anything that's, like, popular that these guys are – like people who maybe maybe not know like a lot about EDM. Yeah, or so dance. this um, it's, it's definitely it's weird deep bass festival for the most part. We have okay. a little bit of everything when it comes to like the locals. Like the first day we have the house party. Um, mm -hmm. there's definitely house artists on here. We've got one. I think we only have one techno artist this time, but he does a good job, Stafa. Um, and then I'm trying to see, we got some heavy dubstep too. Like oh, Brethren, they play some heavy dubstep. Hmm. Uh, we got hip hop and Jersey. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, the we got the sack trap. Or yeah, it's supposed to be Jersey set. Sack's playing a Jersey set. Two pieces playing a trap set. Polite boys are playing a trap set. So the beach state's gonna be fun that day too. We've got a little bit of everything for everyone. And then, but our, when it comes to our headliners, they produce like some weird bass, weird trap, deep deep bass, like Wakan style, deep dark and dangerous. Mm. These guys go all over the place, but. The great thing about them is they're all producing fucking solid music. And a lot of the locals are producing solid music, too. Like, Saturday, um, we got Soundtrip on the main stage. He's been producing really well. He has a release with, uh, what the fuck is Subdoctor's label? I don't remember off the top of my head. Shows how much I know. Um, but yeah, he had a release on a bigger label that Subdoctor runs. And... That's really cool. And then we have Medicine Place closing down the main stage. We got Mixed Mind playing right after the secret set. I can't believe I didn't even touch on the secret set. I'm not going to tell you guys anything, but if you know, you know. Like, it's going to be tight. <laughs> it's going to be super tight. So, you guys got a lot of tricks up your sleeve. I'm really oh, yeah, no. Those. It's, it's going to be an experience, that's for sure. It's awesome. really exciting to get, like, the homie Malcolm and Joey, and I think Nick's coming down too, and get those in those prime slots 
right after the headliners. I've seen so many festivals. One Vibration did that. They did a good job. They put uh, Faya right after Freddie Todd, which Faya is pretty big. He's, he's definitely gained some steam in the last year. But putting him, I really hadn't heard a set from him before, and I was like, man, I hope that he fucks me up as much as Freddie Todd did. And by the end of it, like, you could, Haley has, like, a 10-minute video where we're just like, what the fuck, dude? Like, my jaws dropped. It's, like, 40 degrees out. I'm, like, bundled up because, dude, we're, it was, like... Oh, what was it, May? Like, in May? And we went out to the... It was Southwest Colorado. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, it was, like, in the desert. So, hot <laughs> during oh, the day. Yeah, just oh, we'd wake up. There's, like, frost on our tents and stuff. Jeez. Oh, it wow. was... Dude, we battled the environment. One vibration. If you were there, man, props to you. We wow. fucking made it. <laughs> like that. That's but it was tight. Crazy. And, like, it was cool. I took, I took some things from that. Like, them putting on their homies in these prime spots and kind of giving them the platform that I want them to have. That's what, I, that's what I've tried to be about about Stutterbox. I've always put on the local homies who are producing. I've always put on those who are putting effort and building in a scene and like giving back to the scene as well and like tr- spending lots of time on their craft. So to give these people that I love and trust the good spot, like it feels nice. Yeah, no. Uh, it's good shit. I, I've, I've said it's great ten times already, but yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I understand. No, it's, it's awesome. Great. Uh, one last thing before we maybe dive off into other territory. Uh, what does that sunrise set mean? I'm, oh, yeah, I'm we don't really have that. those picked out either. That's where uh, people play the beautiful stuff. The oh, really? Stuff. Yeah. You guys are going to have like a... Oh, wow. Yeah, we're going to open the main mm-hmm. stage back up um, for one hour or until the sun rises. Who knows? Maybe two hours. But huh. we're going to open up the main stage for some real religious oh. shit in the mornings, especially huh. Sunday. I'm hoping. I saw Levitation Jones play a Soundhaven uh, morning set. The cops tried coming and shutting it down because they said the people <laughs> at church were annoying, dude. He was crying. It was sad. We were sitting there talking to him. He was so sad because he pulled up a set or whatever. He had Haley crying. Haley oh. was like, oh. And then they finally were just like, fuck the cops, dude. And they let him play it. So I'm hoping Lev, Lev uh, you know, rises to the occasion and gives us one of those beautiful Sunday morning sunrise sets to yeah. send us off. That's cool. Uh, random, tan- uh, just really quick random tangent. I actually lived next to a church for a hot minute uh, when I was living in South Dakota. Oh my god, waking up at Sunday morning, and I worked at, like at the bar late, you know. So I'd be like getting yeah. off late at night, like no fucking respect. Now. Church. Right <laughs> my dad's a Baptist pastor. I'm watching. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think I mentioned that last. <laughs> no, I'm like no disrespect, but like not as somebody that doesn't go to church. That was uh that was pretty annoying to wake up to. Maybe that. that's the point of the bells. <laughs> yeah, we're real. Bring some here. noise into heathens. <laughs> Hear this, Jesus! Sunday like, morning. You were at the point where they're just like leaving your messages, weird subliminal messages <laughs> on, on the poster on board. the b- billboard. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I had so you know that that uh, billboard, the one on the interstate I thirty five coming from Ankeny. One time when. One time when I was dealing with some haunted stuff. So you're driving from Ankeny. It's on the le- like what east side of there. There's a okay. big billboard. Hmm. will back me up. It said, "Hey, don't go home tonight." And then it kept scrolling or whatever. We get home and that was like the night we we had to deal with a paranormal like activity thing. So weird. I know. <laughs> but it's talking about the weird church billboard <laughs> showing you shit. Crazy. Yeah, and why would Jesus talk to me? <laughs> Some people, somebody's out there pissed right now. Jesus did not talk to him. No, there's no way he did that. Yeah, no, I don't believe it either, honestly. I know what I experienced. It was weird. Yeah. Who paid for that billboard? Yeah, they got me. The timing was incredulous. <laughs> did you hear about that Flatbush Zombies billboard yeah, that they bought in Colorado? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, that was well, like, good marketing. Randomly, randomly post this billboard and hope it fucking works. <laughs> and then it got shared like 1.2 oh, yeah, million times. Real, uh, oh, yeah. There I think it released a little while ago too. So now that it's getting shared again, it's like, no, no, it's doubled it. Doing double the work. <laughs> I would kill the book Flatbush Zombie. 
Mmm, fuck yeah. Last time they played here, that outdoor event. The outdoor event. Yeah. You guys have both seen them? I really like just. just I've never seen them. My girlfriend started or listened to them, started listening. I don't know if she did, but. And I was like, oh, these guys, these guys fuck, dude. Yeah. I mean, pretty good. Like, they got some, like, they're, they're rap hits that has substance. Fuck yeah. And, like, they do it in a nice. And they got good production. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Their vibe is, like, whoa, thick. Well, that's uh, Eric the Architect, one of the rappers. He does all the production. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was yeah. watching one of his live streams, Eric the Architect. It was so cool. Uh, Honestly, so, he was just, so he was just doing work in the lab, listening to music. And I was like, man, this guy. Fuck yeah. Michi Darko, he's like, he's probably one of the most underrated rappers of our day and age. He's like the really, like... They deep. are, like, like they're, they're popular and they've been popping like the same level all these years, but like, they're, I don't know. They're, they're too authentic for yeah, mainstream marketing. Are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, if you know, you know type of thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing that's really cool about them too is like, they have committed to staying independent. Yeah. Like, they've gotten offers from studios and everything. They're like, no, fuck you. We're going to keep everything in house. Like, keep doing it all. Yeah, no, if you want to be happy in your life, don't sign to somebody else. Yeah. That's one thing I've seen I and learned all. I like any big rappers, but Flatbush, if you hear this sometime, like, <laughs> let's go. Like, I hope, if dude. you're listening to this, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somebody, I got, somebody, I got somebody venue space. Them, tag them, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, no. Flatbush, we're trying to get them to Des Moines, dude. We'll, we'll split v- venue revenue 50 50. Oh, yeah, dude. Let's pack 2,000 people in. Let's do it. Damn. Yeah, the city would support that in a heartbeat. Oh, hell yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Flatbush goes around here. We'll even podcast with you guys too if you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I I, I do have hopes that we get into hip hop. I like any kind of bass, and I do love sound culture music and like deep bass and stuff like that. But like being on a hip hop stage as a turntablist, there's mm. so much culture there, and it's such a different vibe, and there's so much space for me. I don't know. There's it's special. So I would love to get farther and farther. It'd be nice to cultivate and progress the hip hop scene yes. to a point where yeah, people are yeah. more accepting of it. Yeah, exactly. like, that's a huge problem. Reculturize it. Yeah, no, re- it, yeah. It, it went through some very fondled hands over the last decade, I believe. And yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah. And I think if somebody responsibly brought it forward and pushed it heavy, I think the pop in the city. But the difference is the cost when you book a headlining EDM artist you're talking like come to Iowa dude oh, that's <laughs> had the 10, like, 10 times as much like 3 times yeah yeah three, 10, 10 15 times as much yeah Unless no easy like trying to route a tour and just make a little extra bank like yeah that's, yeah that's it you no they want to drop 30k yeah and either, even the intermediate ground once you like start popping on SoundCloud there there is no intermediate cost it's crazy yeah it's crazy to bring through one rap. Song, it's just like we're paying for that one song. For yep. Sure. <laughs> There's 15k. Yeah, it's like Drew Mill of America. You know, this is where uh, this shit's at. <laughs> um, shit, we've been going for a while. Um, it's been some. It's been some fun times. Oh yeah. no, I'm sorry. You had a story you wanted to tell. Oh, shall I lay into Verizon? Yes, uh, yeah. I've had Verizon forever, but I'm pissed at them right now. <laughs> okay. So yeah, we came here too early. It was like an hour and a half too early. I'm still just waking up. <laughs> I, I got out of the shower when you texted me. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so I went to Verizon. My phone has shitted out and it won't connect. I think I got a virus on my iPhone. I was searching conspiracies and I think I stumbled <laughs> into a spot where they said, no, you can't share videos. You can't record. You can't communicate. Because I can make a phone call to you, but I can't. My speaker button won't in, like it won't go anything and I can't even do it out loud on my speaker. When I take videos, my phone freezes. I, if I do get the video launched, it won't take audio. Like I, I, I found found a video, watched it. Everything changed after that moment. <laughs> and there's no such thing online as an iPhone virus, so there's no way to fix it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I'm trying to get a new iPhone. <laughs> so I go online, I go on their app, and everything's about COVID and how you have to buy it on there. And they're like, you have these amazing deals. All you have to do is view them. And I'm like, where the fuck do I find these amazing <laughs> deals? Like the UI of this interface is shit. And so I stop at, I stop today 
at the place. I've been dealing with this like two, three days. I stop at Verizon store on Merle, by Merle Hay. Don't go there. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> they, I go up. The lady on nice is super nice. She she like met me. We were, I was wearing my mask. We were, she's wearing her mask. Um, she She's like, what's your problem? And I was like, I think I need a new phone. I didn't go into details because nobody believes the conspiracy theory <laughs> about a conspiracy theory about a virus. So I was just like, my phone shit out. I need a new phone. Um, but I really want to do this online. I want to like see like my, my, my deals, the ones I get texted about. But like it just brings me to your app. I can't find where they're at. She's like, yeah, somebody will help you inside. I'll bring you in right now. There's so much people waiting. So I go in, start talking to this guy. His name is Martin, Mar- Marvin, something like that. I remember an M. Fuck him today. <laughs> I hope he has a good rest of his life. But he was very rude to me. And he, first thing he asked is for my ID. And I was like, yo, I don't, don't have my wallet. I was kind of just on the way passing through. I'm just wondering if you can help me with my app. I need help. And he's like, nope, can't help you. And like we're already over by the desk. And I was like, okay. And I was like, can I ask you anything? He's like, nope, nope, nope. Wow. And I was like, wow, you are so turned off to me already. I was like, I haven't done anything. Why are you, why are you being rude? And he's like, oh, now you're going to be rude to me? <laughs> he's like, you're going to walk across the street to AT&T and start a new phone? I was like, what are you talking about? I was like... <laughs> I'm looking for a, a deal on my phone. If they save me $500 on an iPhone, of course I will. Like, I'm not going to stay with Verizon, which has the same reception in the city. If they're going to save me money, I'm asking how to save money so I can buy shit through you. And he's like, now you're swearing. I was like, oh my God. So I turn around and walk back to the door where they're all ganged up and he walks over and they like, literally like, I don't very often feel like intimidated, like a gang culture. You know what I mean? Like, but they all stood around me. Like they what? were standing there and then they also like circled around me and they kept saying, we would have the same answers. He would. And I was like, who's the manager? And they're like, he, we would have the same answers. And so I'm like, look at their tags. Like, I feel like Karen. I'm not even like trying to be. And I'm like, okay, so you're the manager. How do you have the same answers as him? He's like, well, I am the manager. And I was like, okay, how do I access this on my phone? He's like, you can't, to be on a computer. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, you have to go on the app on a computer. And I was like, the app on a I don't understand what that means. I don't have apps on my computer. <laughs> he's like, just access the website. I go home to the website. It's not even there. You can't, you can't, you can't find it on there. I still haven't found it. I'm still very frustrated by that. I can't upgrade my phone. But anyways, yeah. Why? So I walk out, and then, then here's the best part. So I walk out, and I'm cooling off. I never get that. I wasn't heated. I didn't yell or swear or anything. I was just like, this is fucking stupid. But it's been COVID, so I'm like kind of getting used to it. So I walk out, and I'm like. I'm going to write something online about this. This is that stupid that like people of Google should know. So I like walk back in. I was like, what was that manager's name? So I walk up to the, the, the manager that comes out and he like tries hiding his badge. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, what's the other guy's name? He's like, Jay. And I was like, his name wasn't Jay. It was like Marvin or Melvin or something. He's like, nope, Jay. He's like, Jay's work here. I was like, you're the manager, Devin. And he's like, he slides down his hand. I was like, am I on TV? <laughs> and I walk away. I was like, what the hell is happening? So yeah, go on Google review and you'll see my review. It, you can literally see how baffled I was. I was like, what the fuck did I just experience inside this Verizon store? One star, bitch. The next time we mob at Marrowhead, <gasps> What the fuck? Dude, we taking over. And then, then I waited for 45 minutes until I came here. My phone doesn't make calls. So I'm sitting there with my Beats Bluetooth headphones on, which are very nice and play good music, listening to the callback thing that in my beats headphones because that's the only way i can fucking talk to a representative they didn't answer 45 minutes nobody fucking answered so yeah that's what i did before coming here wrote a google review tried contacting verizon i still have a shit iphone but i'm i'm i've never switched companies and that's what i'm worried about is i know they so if i go to another company i'm gonna need to like id myself and like start a whole new contract and they make you pay the deposits and stuff so like I want to stay with Verizon, but I need I don't want to spend nine hundred dollars on a phone. I want to spend like five hundred. Weird, dude. I never gotta ask for my ID. I feel like when I I've nah, never yeah. gotta ask for my ID. Yeah. Usually just match up your social or something. Or right? social, or you have like my pin code, or yeah, like ask yeah, my yeah. like username online, or my eye color. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I was very confused by that. Thanks for letting me rant. I do feel better about that whole situation. I feel like I laid them properly under the bus between this and Google. I feel justified. <laughs> no, I mean, fuck that. Fuck Verizon. I've had bad experiences yeah. with them too, and it's like the that's like you say that about like anything. Like that's the problem. It's like they're the they're the representative the of it. Yeah. Right. They're like the phone company. And like, why do you turn off? Like, I'm like looking you in the eyes, like, just answer my question. Like, yeah, you don't even, yeah. is it because you yeah. found out you couldn't sell me a phone? And you're like, you're just like, no more, this uh, kid. Well, everything's kind of the fucking, they get money out of it. I can't mm-hmm. think of the word. You uh, commission? Yeah, commission based. Yeah. And that, that was my only like answer to that. I don't know. I, I think know. COVID just has people acting rude as fuck. Rude as hell. Yeah. Everywhere. People are going to bicycle kick. <laughs> <laughs> I need to learn how to bicycle kick first. <laughs> It's not hard, man. You just got to plant step, kick high. That's commitment, though. Yeah. You're going around. <laughs> I remember right when COVID hit, like, uh, I was at the grocery store, and this lady was just, like, throwing, like, literally just throwing fucking groceries. I'm like, dude, you're going to, like, fucking damage all my shit. Middle-aged people, <laughs> and especially middle-aged white males, I don't feel for. Like, honestly, it's their fucking problem. They were on that fucking high of a pedestal. But I do see them, like, squirreling around right now, like, trying to squirm out of this. It's, yeah. it's incredulous. Like, try driving through Ankeny right now. The only people honking and flipping you off are the middle-aged white males. I don't know why that yeah. is. At least they can golf again. Yeah, <laughs> thank God. Yeah, I noticed how that was that's one of the first things that opened up, the golf, golf courses. <laughs> I, would, I was driving by today. This is why, like, this is everybody outside of the EDM scene. The only people that give a fuck about an EDM event being thrown right now is the pretentious EDM people. And I won't say pretentious, but, like... The EDM community who thinks that like because it's not on is, CNN is so focused, so focused on that coronavirus is so bad and will kill you. Like mm. they're just tunneled on that. They think that everybody who does anything is a piece of shit. Yeah. Those are the only people that care. The people at the bars don't care. The people who are at this little league tournament that I passed today that was fucking packed don't care. The people that are at the malls don't fucking care. Nobody fucking cares. You guys are the only one who fucking cares. Yeah. That's the part. Yeah. Anyway, like it's just crazy because and we are doing a lot. I don't like to online so much different myself, than real life. But it's just like yeah, that's take true. a step back. That's true. Fucking take a look at what's going on around you right now and really do some critical thinking. Like just really do yes. like, take a step back and just do some fucking critical thinking. Because I'm not gonna go into it more than that. Yeah. But just like there's a lot going on around you and you shouldn't be focused on tearing other people down because you feel like you feel like you care more about the crisis no. than other people do. Fear is not a virtue. Yeah, fear yeah, does not make yeah. you like you, you don't get a merit badge like for being the most afraid. I'm sorry. It's true. And like it has to be within a reasonable limit but again we don't need to explain ourselves this has nothing that that is my feeling about fear as a whole not yeah, in the no, covid yeah, i don't want to get into that argument no no we don't need to do that um but yeah i will say you know crazy fucking times all right but real it is crazy mm-hmm. and like it's been it's been an act a balance act trying to walk this line walk this yeah, tightrope yeah. up during this event but now that i've came to it and i've gotten love for it and i've gotten some hate for it but there's some truly people are truly happy and i know we are doing our part and i know that other people are going to do their part i trust people that's another thing some but some people that are coming at me just don't have trust for anyone yeah they're just like they they literally somebody was like oh man this message said uh how you trust people or how are you going to stop people from sharing food spoons and etc and i was and then she was like are you gonna uh, are you gonna wipe down areas are you gonna do this and i was like all this most of the stuff you said is listed in the guidelines above and then those last few things seem like i, I don't know what i can do those are personal like that's your 
personal. Yep. Like, that's like you, don't share a drink. A decision. You're not even like, supposed to do that on a sports what, team. You think that I'm just like, yeah, everybody shares. Like, I don't, I don't even know people are sharing spins. Like, that's, like, guess what? Like, so that's your personal. And they're like, you think that everybody can take care of themselves? And I was just like, what the fuck do you want from well, me? But, I'm not a babysitter. <laughs> well, but that's my thought. You know, if you really want this problem to, you know, get better, everybody needs to focus on themselves. You know, that's what's gonna help. It things. does take responsibility. You got to be responsible. And then they went on to be like, "Well, people die. I hope that's. I hope you can live with yourself." And I was like, "Damn, we were kind of friends before." <laughs> I was yeah. like, "Oh man." Yeah, some people's true colors have shown through this whole thing. You know, it's interesting. and it's weird because I believe, I believe, I believe, I know how strong media and source information is, and I know how like strong these currents are, and like I, I feel like I was trained in the intellect of being able to read that and I get lost. I'm lost. I don't know why or who or what's moving what pieces or if this is yeah. just naturally occurring. You know what I mean? Like I feel it too. So I don't I don't blame people for falling to pieces during this. What I don't like is when people know how fucking sure they are. Mm-hmm. If you yeah. think you know right now, if you for think you're real. fucking right, fuck you. You're an asshole. Like that's where I draw the no line. Idea. You have no I have idea. No fucking idea. Nobody does. Nobody, nobody has a fucking clue. I believe everybody will do more than they're asked to. I think that's the American way, and I think anything other than that is a lie and something we want to believe of somebody we don't know. It's it's the us versus them mentality. I I think we as a collective could get through this if we start speaking, other than in yeah. media sourced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's a whole other battle that needs to be tackled is the media. I think we're yeah. doing it. I we, yeah. we, our, our generation, who we are, this mm-hmm. uh, like organizing like this, making podcasts like this, this is how yeah. we get out from underneath this. This is mm-hmm. real. This is how we do it. This they is what feel it. They there's do. There's like a heat feel. <laughs> like, there is like a, you know, like, there's different news sources. People aren't going to the same shit. The only people that are going to that shit are our parents. Like, yeah, exactly. Who, like are, have done it their whole lives and just don't know. They don't want to dive into YouTube. They don't want to figure out how to get their news sources. I was talking to a boom the other day and they're like well what am i supposed to do i can't watch channel 13 anymore <laughs> and i was like that's, that was his excuse to watch fox and i was like you have a computer well yeah <laughs> you, as you're like text on your iphone i was like are you fucking kidding facebook is not the alternative source either no all, no facebook no, is not no, no. god no and it feeds you what you want to see so that's yep. well, it's an algorithm game it's, yeah. a, it's an echolocation source you're gonna find yourself on there yep. whatever you want to believe you will find yep. period exactly yeah well and like that's the problem with youtube too it's like uh it, like you watch one video and it's like fucking 10 of the same video shopping ads lately i've been doing a lot of online shopping mm-hmm. i looked up just like one of those big ass cushion pillow seats things and then i was just getting <laughs> oh dude facebook ads don't buy shit off facebook ads I, no. I thought that it was trustworthy found out i got my money back already like i figured it out in two weeks but i was like they're actually scamming i should have looked into this Holy side shit. more look legit. people are making facebook ads that are scams one pair of joggers and i bought like three different things it was 80 bucks but luckily they gave me my money back and they still sent those so it was cool that it got refunded because i put in the notice but like yeah dude they're fake sites you can't contact them Damn. Out there. like they have one they, this company Fuck. had an instagram and i've noticed that they i just go look look at their contact form if there's not a phone number on there and it just like it says give me your name and email and shit don't buy it don't because buy it because they're not going to get back a hold of you so <laughs> i've been targeted with boy scout abuse uh, ads. <laughs> no, and like I have to be like a key demographic because I can't open up my Instagram without. And they have so many different ads. It's such a well done fucking campaign without a different like little boy looking like he's chatting in a quarter with a grown leader. up. And it's like, what the fuck? I wasn't ever doing anything. <laughs> yeah, no, fake. I I love scouts because of sexist things, but not because of like 
sexy things you know what i mean yeah. Uh, yeah. but yeah no i don't know how i'm being so heavily targeted for that i could literally like picture in my mind like nine different images that i've been shown repetitively in my facebook and instagram ads i was not touched in boy scouts yep. <laughs> and i wasn't catholic <laughs> so we're good yeah good <laughs> yeah crazy world we live in i hope we can all get through it um i think we will together yeah, we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we definitely are. Uh, and like you said, you know, stuff like this, um, true information. Uh, yeah, I think it's a good place to end, don't you? Hell yeah. yeah I'm down with that. I want to talk uh, just a couple, like, finishing points. So one thing, um, due to COVID, you know, that we're really looking out for that. We also yeah. have to, we're not going to have water, like shared water. We're not going to have water refill stations. Mm. So it would be strongly recommended that everybody brings as much water as they want. We're going to have a lot of water, too. And we're going to have, like, part of our team that's also going to be watching for masks is also going to be carrying around water and make sure that everyone's hydrated because that was another mm. thing that the event that we went to didn't have. And I've, I've seen other events that do have it. And it just works better that way when you have a team. I think we're getting, like, bright yellow shirts for them or, like, our field trip shirts. We're going to print some of those so they'll be easy to see. But... Bring your own water. Um, we're going to have food trucks there. There, There is going to be a vegan option. It's going to be taco. So it's going to be something around mm. that nature. And the other one's a barbecue truck, and they have some really good uh, barbecue pulled pork breakfast pizza. They're really good. Oh, they're they're going to be open all night. But like, if you're not into that, if you're not either into tacos, Mexican food, or you're not into that, I would highly suggest bringing your own food. We will have – there's going to be water for sale. And like we said, we're going to be walking around making sure that everybody – has a source of water but like please bring your own water we really have to watch out for this stuff because we can't we can't share with you like we normally could and like you can't i don't know it's just it's just one of those there's no safe way to do that so we cannot we're not gonna do that we're not gonna have a hose we're not gonna have a spigot like we're not gonna have something that people are touching all the time we looked at multiple options there's just no no comfortable way to do that go to casey's and buy a 12 pack and bring it with you Mm. Yeah. 24 pack. Yeah, yeah, buy five fucking case at least. Like, yep. case per person, dude. Yep. Yeah. So, if you're going to this thing, be smart. Yeah, for real. We gotta stay <laughs> <laughs> Don't show up with no water or food. Yeah, <laughs> Sometimes the simplest stuff needs to be stated. Real, like, yeah. honestly, people would show up without shit, and then we had to watch and take care of them, which I'll do. I will do that yeah. if that happens, because it is bound to happen. But we just don't want everybody fucking doing it, thinking that we're going to have food. Because there's been, there's been some festivals, and, like, there's a lot of grassroots festivals that don't have a water source, and that's fine. Just make sure that you're prepared to And when there is when a water can. source, it usually sucks to try to get water at anyway. So <laughs> yeah, just a yeah. gui- <laughs> general guideline of festivals is bring your own water. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. You don't want to be, like, doing stuff that's sharing. Or waiting two hours to get water. That's what I always feel like when I have to get water. It just Chicago takes forever. Fest, yeah. <laughs> well, so so just quick tangent. Uh, you said that the, what was the temperature? It was like mid eighties. Mid eighties. Yeah. Sixties at night. Oh, nice. So yeah. heat might not be too much of an issue, but Thank still uh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, but still be smart. All right. Um, it's been a great episode with you guys. It's been a hell of a time. Pleasure. Everybody, buy your tickets now. Uh, field trip. Online. They're on Eventbrite. You can get them either. They're, we have links on our Instagram page. Um, go follow our Instagram, please. Hell yeah. We have hell links yeah. on our Facebook. Um, we'll have it on our Stutterbox pages too. Pretty much anything that has to do with Stutterbox or House Leopold, you can find them on. Go to Eventbrite. Look up Field Trip 2020. Um, tickets are going to be cheaper now than they will be at the door. So if you want to grab yours online and just secure your ticket, who knows? Like. I feel like a lot of people are waiting to see if this happens. So hmm. right now, we're at the point, like, the, we're at the last week over. We're going to be pushing a lot of information out. People are going to be like, we put out a little bit of information here and there. Let them know it keeps going. But this will be the link. That-
Yeah, and, and just so it's said, this isn't canceling. Yeah, Even no. if every headliner backed off, we have all the yeah, locals. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, this is local. happening. Yeah, this is going to happen. We have dark. local medic support, local police happen. support. Yeah, we're going to have most of these people that, like, in. Like, in, I, in. I made sure I made a post and I was like, hey, if you guys back out after this point. I will live podcast for four hours. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah. Uh, what was it? August fourteenth and fifteenth. Yes, yes, sir. Right. Gates open at ten a.m. on Friday. Get there. We're gonna try. Be nice to get everybody in Friday. So Hell yeah. Get everybody there and situated, ready for the weekend. Yes. Get there. Get to it. It's gonna be a fun time. I'm really excited. Um, stay tuned. Next week we're gonna have uh, Unity on the show. He's a local. Uh, motivational speaker and overall eccentric character so that's gonna be really interesting uh so yeah thank you guys for all listening and watching you guys all have a good weekend please show up to this fucking thing yeah, this it's gonna is gonna be fun. fun i think it's, it's gonna be special and you're gonna think of it as a special moment too it's gonna be one of those so if you're there you're yeah. there and it's for mostly iowa this is for our fans for the people that we love the most when we want to get back to so please Potent- come out yeah. potentially the high point of Oh, this is probably the best event. Yeah, it might be the festival of the summer. Definitely the best event I've ever organized. So, if that, that's, I think that's saying something. We curated something special here, and I firmly believe that everybody that shows up is going to have a good time. Hell yeah, hell yeah. I am looking forward to it. All right, we've already been going for too long. Let's end this. Um, all right, mate. Peace out. Have a good one. Hello, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Um, it's been a great episode with Austin Blythe and Seth Leopold as they unveiled their field trip. Um, everybody, please come check that out. It's going to be hell of a time. I'm really It's going to be a lot of local talent. It's Like I said, it's probably going to be the best event in the year, period. So check that out. Check that out, please. Um, otherwise, as always, like, subscribe. If you're on YouTube, hit the little bell. Smash that like button. Share the shit out of it. If you are on iTunes or Google or Apple, Feel free to give a follow, listen to any of our, plenty plenty of our other content. We got live episodes in the mix. So, hope everybody's been having a good day, a good time, and y'all keep it real. Peace.